my burrito? Where's my burrito? You know, uh, so interesting. I was thinking about Alice Cooper because we were talking about Alice Cooper earlier. And what I don't like about that is like, you know, when, when you think about Alice Cooper, my first experience. You think it's them, a lady and then you find out it's not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like Alice Monroe, Alice Walker, Alice Cooper. Yeah. No, no. My big issue was like my first experience to it. I think a lot of people our ages first experience of Alice Cooper was like in Wayne's World, believe it or not. Because mm. like the we're not worthy. We're not worthy. You know, like the Frankenstein song, whatever, just dressed like a bad bitch, even though. He's like a evil undertaker. I don't know what his deal is, but the point is, you've seen him like outside of that garb, right? He's just wearing yeah. like golf clothes and little berets and shit yeah, like he's, that. He's, he's like a regular middle late aged man. Well, he's he likes, an old man now. Well, yeah, <laughs> or but, maybe he's always been old man. I don't know. He's always been like Alice Cooper, and he's always worn. Can I make makeup. a confession? Um, yeah. I always got him and um, Iggy Pop confused for the longest time because they're both like dudes who have long hair who act completely different than they do on stage. <laughs> right. Where they're like very well informed and well spoken and like have a lot yeah. of opinions. You know? Well, I think with Iggy, it's weirder because like Iggy, he's well informed, but you know, he still seems like he's a like Iggy Pop was going on stage, like cutting himself, like barking like a dog, you know what I mean? Right. Doing Stooges songs. Alice Cooper, like it always seemed like a big theatrical thing. I can more buy that uh, Jekyll and Hyde dichotomy. That, that Iggy Pop was a legitimately mentally ill man who yeah. <laughs> was getting on stage and we were propping him up much like this latest Joker film, not to keep talking about it. Iggy Pop was the OG Joker. It's, he saw that. He's like, "Where's my fucking royalties?" What if Joker was me. just an Iggy Pop origin story? See, that would be great. Instead of Joker, it's Iggy. You're like, "What?" Right. Fucking like, like at, at the end, he he like finds some bandmates and he's like, "Hey, want to form a band? Want to be the Stooges or something?" I don't right, know. Right? Yeah, yeah. I lost like, it. You're just a bunch of Stooges. Yeah, something like that. But the point is, like, you know, like I can sort of buy the trackline of Iggy pop even though it's like weird uh alice cooper just the idea that he's like this prince of darkness in a way and then you see him like on the links wearing those like really fucking weird like golf shorts plaid pleat shit you know what i'm talking about like yeah it's the uh, icons well, falling, I, man. I i think i brought it up on several episodes ago uh on this podcast but i i think it was um anthony bourdain was talking to iggy pop in a diner and uh, it was like Miami or something. And Iggy Pop was talking about how I don't even drink anymore. You know, I don't smoke. I don't drink. You know, I, I just like to get a coffee, you know, sit on the beach in Miami, just watch the sunrise, man. You know, just the purples and the orange. That's all the high I need. And Anthony Bourdain was like, yeah, that sounds pretty nice. Because <laughs> he doing like a lot of coke when he was <laughs> right. <saying> that. <laughs> Good for you. Like, I see there, there is something about that, like, what like all right on paper objectively that's beautiful right mm -hmm. you don't need any fucking substance right like i love i love my kettle one it's literally within arm's reach of me at all times okay he literally brought that into frame like an Edgar Wright movie <laughs> by the way. Uh, I, but my point is like yeah like that's always there and i like that and i would never say like oh i need the kettle one but like you know i still like to drink on paper it's a beautiful thing that anyone is so above it all that they're so like just living life and understanding the innate beauty of it but they're like, oh, I just look at that. But at the same time, when you hear those people, aren't you want to like? Don't you want to punch them in the fucking face? Like, fuck you. Uh, no, well, not that guy. 
Not that guy. I want to punch because, like Iggy, you know he's gone through some shit. Like he's earned the right to be that guy, right? Right. Like he he's earned that moment of peace on the beach where he can drink his Iggy Pop coffee and have his Iggy Pop thoughts and watch an Iggy Pop sunset or sunrise or whatever. It's the Thanos of it all. It's like he just destroyed half the universe. He can now like just watch a sunset. His body is a gnarled up piece of shit now. Like he has the right to enjoy something. It's the people that are like, you know, the 25-year-old posting on Instagram constantly with a billion hashtags like Florida Sunset, hashtag Salt Life, hashtag Best Life Ever, hashtag Weekend Soup Sauce, hashtag, you know, like just a billion hashtags all the time. Those people exist, you know, just the most basic of basic bitches. And those are the ones, Christian, where I'm like, I'm going to unfollow you and I won't have to think about you anymore. Is it worse to be like a person who used to drink all the time and then is the annoying sober person? Or is it worse to be like the, uh, like, the, you know, like the hip to be square Huey Lewis, like hashtag high on life motherfuckers? You know what I'm talking about? Like, I don't know which one's worse because it's like at least someone experienced something. Maybe they didn't mix with them and they're like, fuck it. And now they want to proselytize, you know? I, well, I will say that uh, in my experience, the people that have gotten sober that I've known are uh, usually like very um, chill and not confrontational about it. I've never met a person who got sober and would just like go to a bar with their friends and be like, oh, you're drinking again, huh? Oh, your third beer? Like I've never met anyone who's done that. Right. So I haven't had that experience. Those people are not annoying. They're just trying to hang and better themselves. Were they the like time. secular people? Do you know? I have a reason for asking this question. Like, were they like the people that you know? Were they were they religious or were they like secular in general? They were secular. Okay. Well, I think maybe that's it because uh, the one experience I have with this is like I remember like in Florida leaving like a fucking sweet bay or something when that was a thing because I think those are all gone now, right? They're all Win Dixies or something. And mm-hmm. a guy like cornered me and he was trying to tell me like how amazing God was, and then yeah. explained to me is because bro. I was addicted to heroin, okay? Like, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, until G- Jesus literally picked up the needle and said, no, bro. He said, no, bro. He picked me up. He lifted me up from a stupor. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit, he said stupor. That's interesting. But, like, and then I undercut it immediately. <laughs> well, his vocabulary wasn't great up until that right. moment. I was like, all right. Like that, that's a colorful piece of uh, – There's a $5 word. Yeah, like, that's nice. <laughs> Um, and, and then, and then I kind of undercut it being like, bro, you're selling yourself short. You did that. You got clean. You said, fuck it. I'm done with this shit. He's like, nah, bro. God lifted me up. And I'm like, where's the proof? You know what I mean? Like being just kind of an (laughs) asshole about it. But my idea is like, I feel like the religious and the, and the, and the like sober lifestyle and the idea of preaching that. I just love that you couldn't help yourself. Like (laughs) this guy is like going on and on. He's saying he got sober because of God or whatever God he didn't let me, me up. go. Fuck that. He brought this to my doorstep, Max. I don't feel bad for him. Continue. No, like if I was in your situation, I would just been like, oh, cool, man. I got to run. I got to go to a church group. See ya. <laughs> yeah, God's great. I'm going there right now. And then just go fucking to the bing bing, go, go, go to the casino, go to a strip mm-hmm. club. Do anything that's anti-God at that point anti-god is a strip club anti-god i assume it is i know that's my point like think about that think about that weird thing quickly where there are things that exist in the world that we morally say like well a christian man wouldn't do that and it's like but wouldn't they like like why is the idea of strip clubs (laughs) and adult like like gentlemen's leisure clubs somehow anti-god and yet in a weird way you know they sort of are like at least that's a perception of it does that make sense 
Yeah. I mean, you know, morality is a real tricky thing. But if you think about it, uh, if God made it and if God made everything, then it's the most pro-God thing you can be doing. Whatever you're doing right now, you're doing the most pro-God thing you could be doing. God so in a way, all the time, the guy who's doing he's heroin, in the porn on your computer, he's in that gentleman's strip club with the women on display. He's in the objectification that you've uh, endured your entire life. If you have, he's everywhere. He's a piece of shit. He's great. He's all things at once. He's a complicated okay. mystery, man. Okay, yeah. All right, you He's want me over there. He's a Technicolor dream coat, bitch. Like, get, just roll with it. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, at that point, it's like, if God's everywhere, then what's the fucking point of doing anything? Existence is futile. Uh, smoke them while you got them. All right. I'm into that. I don't I mean, got it, really, so I'm not smoking. No, you're doing it for me, man. Like, like if, if I was the, your only audience, like, you, you'd be getting fucking Nobel Prizes and shit right now. But <laughs> unfortunately, it's a lot more people. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't even know if I believe what I'm saying. But uh, Do you not? Like, well, I know you don't believe in God, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like, Do you not, though? What if the rest of this episode is you selling me on God? Like, I mean, I Max, I, I don't know how to tell you this. I've really come around on the whole God thing. And uh, I don't know if you've heard of him. His name's Jesus. Right. I, I love that that's news? like the opening line for a lot of people. Have you ever heard of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? <laughs> Who hasn't heard? Well, can I tell you something quickly? Like, the reason I think they start like that is because the whole, I, the whole concept, if you don't know your Bible, uh, Jesus is only supposed to come back. He's only supposed to come back when everybody has had the opportunity well, to hear the the gospel and then to choose him or not to choose him. Yeah. Okay. So the idea is like they have but, to they have to lean into it. Like have you, you know, heard? when I'm in Tampa, Florida, that's a lot different than me being in a remote part of like Zim fucking Bobway. Or like an uncontacted you know? tribe in the Amazon. Or something. Yeah. Like right. then it would be a great question if you were speaking their language, <laughs> well, it's also which a dumb you would question. not be. Like, have you heard? No, clearly. Like I, we haven't, we don't know. What the fuck are you? We thought it yeah. was just all number of us. one. Who are you? Number two, I don't understand you. You're not speaking my remote tribal language, right. and you haven't made the effort. Number three, <laughs> we're a cannibal tribe, and we're hungry. Right. Um, but what's this book? Let's learn English. Number four, we're Christians now. Number five, let's persecute the people that aren't Christians. Number six, uh, global warming happens, and our tribe is decimated. Anyways, so nice. did God ever really exist? Maybe not. We have an existential crisis. Uh, we all shun God. We say no, no to God. We start opening up porn theaters, and it's just nothing but porn theaters, as far as the eye can see. It becomes a white man's paradise. And then God comes back, shocker, in the eleventh mm -hmm. hour. And that's goes, my thing. And he goes, uh, "Yeah, I, I'm all on board with this. I this is what I wanted. This. Yeah. this is what I wanted. I wanted porn houses, as far as the eye can see. I really love porn." Well, you know when they said the more the moral cultural decline in New York City was in the '70s when porn shops were everywhere. But I mean, I'm thinking maybe that was God's design all along, man. I mean, it, what was it the decline, or was it the decline when Disney came in and swept up the streets? You know. Because that was a real thing. Like Disney invested large amounts of money into Times Square, right. um, with the like, like with the problem. Like it was this weird devil's bargain, right? Where they said that they would come in and start, you know, <laughs> buying up real estate um, in exchange for cleaning up the surrounding areas and investing money into the surrounding areas, which right. is why we have like the crass commercialization uh, in the hellscape that is Times Square today. I would rather go to the Times Square where I might get stabbed than the Times Square where I might run into like five different Mickey Mouse impersonators. 
personally gremlins 2 new york bro like that's the thing about <laughs> gremlins 2 it starts and they show you times square you're like what the fuck is that man right. that doesn't look like i know because that's like a 1991 movie so that's like you know we were alive but barely you know what i'm saying and it's like oh it's amazing it's kind of a I, I sorry i just imagine like new york city being out like in fucking alabama like route 66 and just like a hitchhiker that happens to be disney is like mm-hmm. you want to make a faustian deal and then they did yeah this is what we got now we got weird fucking Times square now it's the worst fucking place in the world it really really is i went there at three in the morning one time and it was cool that's the only time it was ever cool is because nobody was there and it was just a bunch of like lights flashing for nobody and i and it was just like really unsettling in a good way not in the bad way where i'm surrounded by throngs of tourists walking in every direction um in different speeds (laughs) so you can't calculate what lane to pick there is no lane there's no sense to it it's just a mass it's like a a living organism you know of just a mass of people that are just wandering and bumping into each other i literally got stuck in times fucking square for like 20 straight minutes just trying to walk across the dang street i hate it i hate it more than anything hate it more than trump hate it more than uh the dangers of religion and drugs i hate it all (laughs) that's the real enemy that needs to be stopped i mean like i I mean i just think that's a fascinating idea that like you know maybe maybe god's just like because it's an alcoholic uncle man maybe that's it maybe that's all he wants is to see maybe he made some stuff as a goof he's like he was drunk one day by himself or herself or themselves is god non-binary i don't know that's awesome that's actually amazing (sighs) Also, that I mean, might be the best case ever for like like bigoted people who don't want to embrace trans. It's like, but God is everything all at once. Mm. And like, also, like just the idea that you say he's like maybe he's just maybe he's just bored. Like he's he's the only thing in existence forever, and he's like fuck right. it. Like just make shit to be. To it's literally fun. when Doctor Manhattan is like, um, I I don't like the life here. Perhaps I'll make some. You know. <laughs> Which, so like, he, going back to it now is real flippant and really, like, the shitty thing to got Perhaps I'll make some. And he already knows what he's going to do. Fucker can, like, is living in multiple timelines at once. Don't play coy, you blue ball bitch. Shit. I swear to God. Like, no one likes a braggart, whether you're a fucking god man or not. Right, he's just waving his dong around saying, maybe I'll make some life. Knows. Right, make some fucking pants, guy. Like indecent exposure. Like, I, I, right, just, you've you've transcended nudity laws, you piece of shit. You know, get out of here. Do you think? Uh, do, you, do you? Well, this is like sort. It's shift, shifting, but it's about Times Square still a little bit. Which is like, do you think that aliens, if they were to come, do you think like mm. the flashier centers of civilization? are where they would go first because like you know it's it's fucking vegas it's like the signs on the side of the fucking intergalactic highway you know like or do they go to like iowa I, i'm of a few minds about this you know this is a this is an important question um and most of them are on this podcast because <laughs> it depends on are, are these aliens cocky as shit are they trying to blend in or are they just trying to like evade and not be known and not be seen because if they're they're trying to evade and they're trying to gather data you know they're trying to be a bunch of ets you know getting mushrooms and leaf clippings and shit and they're gonna hang out in iowa you know or some remote dark area you know where they can find a couple of hicks to probe but if they want to blend in and just see like what humanity is like for better or for much much worse uh times square is it baby (laughs) 
you know, right. like that's, that's all the worst qualities of um, humanity in one place. See, you know? Men in Black sort of tackled this by making like uh, like aliens small, and like they they were able to like infiltrate vessels of humans, right? So you were like, right. oh, Al Roker, he's a like Robin Williams, which we knew, uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like the idea that they did that, I would be really fascinated. I'm like, I gotta write this story. Maybe we should do this. I just want to do a bit where like you know how like they say kids don't understand race. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, which is beautiful. They're like, what? I don't want, like, what's the difference between these two? I don't know. His hair is different. Like, that's what they see. They don't see the skin color thing. It'd be really beautiful if, like, aliens were naive enough to not know that they were different. <laughs> so they just still go to a populated area and they don't fucking understand. <laughs> they look super fucking different. Is that right. not hilarious to you? I don't know. God damn it. I want to write that now. But everybody else just thinks that they're a deformed foreigner or something. <laughs> so it works out either way. Right. Aliens think they're getting away with it, and other people are just taking pity on this poor deformed person who's walked into a bar and looks all gray and, you know, bulbous. Giant eyes. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, he, he would still be subjected to a really shit existence by the sheer fact that he is different. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, whether they knew he was an alien or not, he would still pretty much get the alien treatment by just being the other in any room he walks into. Or maybe he, he would be a celebrity. You know, maybe he would be like a real Steve Buscemi type. Do you think that guy is like hiding in plain sight, guys? Like I've I've been here for fucking sixty years and no one's caught on that I'm clearly wow. an alien. Oh wow, you've really you've really changed, man. You used to say he was classically handsome and now you're leaning into the whole he looks weird thing. Interesting. Interesting. Two things can be true at once, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he can two be plus classically two equals handsome four. <laughs> and so freakish that he might have a complex about it. I'm just saying two plus two equals four, three plus <laughs> one equals four, right? Like there you can get the same place from different numbers. I, I mean, I can't argue with that logic, Christian. <laughs> Nor do I want you to. <laughs> I'm impeccable with my word, man. What do you want from me? You're killing it. Are we killing this alien though? <laughs> like, just put ourselves into a situation. You and I, we're 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 in Bushwick, all right. We're, yeah. we're hanging out. We're, we're getting some drinks. I'm four vodkas in, okay? And walks in. Uh, naturally, you, <laughs> you're only drinking vodka because of the low calorie count. Yeah. I'm That's on a why regiment. you like vodka, right? Is because it has less calories and you've grown to like it? Uh, yeah, no, I've, that's honestly kind of what's true because I'm a big yeah. whiskey guy, generally speaking. But it, it has like less sugar than whiskey, right? Less sugar and also like because whiskey's made from grains and stuff like that. Like it just makes you gain weight. Same reason I stopped drinking beer. I love beer, but beer's mm. fucking fattening, dude. Like, yeah. so I've, I noticed that when I just switched over to vodka pretty much, it's like, oh, I lost 10 pounds. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no one talks about the dietary benefits of vodka, but. I mean, altogether quitting alcohol is like a great way to lose weight probably. I'll say this, like vodka is, is really low calorie, but I feel like I make bad food decisions when I've had too much vodka. Like that's the truth. Like it, it's all like it leads into itself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I've had four vodkas. I guess I'm getting six cheesesteaks, whatever. You know, like I would have got a salad if I wasn't right. hammered. You're like but... I'll diet later. Yeah. And then later comes and you're drinking vodka More and you're vodka, like, I could yeah. really go for like three pizzas. Well, stay stay on track here. We'll talk and about like, my hey, bad you want food some nuggets with later. this pizza? It's only five ninety nine. You go, yeah, fuck yeah. Let's get ten, that's, fifteen nuggets. That's a steal. Give me all them nuggets, man. Yeah, I want all the dipping sauces. <laughs> I've been there, is what I'm saying. I have experience with this exact I was line. Gonna of say this got a little too accurate. <laughs> like, are you like, are you spying on me, or have you lived this life? Have you walked this path, Max? But no, let's walk this hypothetical path. Seriously, we're, we're, we're in Bushwick. We're drinking. We've had, and you're drinking whatever you're drinking, all right? But we're equal level drunk, okay? Mm -hmm. Which is still- When's the last time you and I were in a bar? 
well, we just drink when like in homes usually. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's, oh, when you when you went to go see that band, we had uh, we had uh, Lafroig in Philly. That was great. That was real that steak good. place. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, neither here. All right, so all right, fuck it. We're in that steak place. You've just introduced me to some fine scotch. All right, I'm like, oh shit, I like it. I'm really good. Mm-hmm. In walks, let's just call him Lumpy. All right, for the sake of an argument, <laughs> Lumpy walks in. How quick do we clock that he's an alien? Rich. Um. <laughs> so we see um, a misshapen. I, I take it it's like a typical gray alien, right? right? Like right, the right, stereotypical right. with huge saucer eyes. Big fat head, uh, four foot two, Danny DeVito looking motherfucker <laughs> walks into a steak place wearing clothes or no? Oh no, it's got to be clothes because he's trying to assimilate. That's the thing. He doesn't know that there's a difference between us and and them. So he's he's rocking overalls. He's got some flannel. He's wearing a fedora with a feather. You know, just having a gay old time. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So you're asking me how long would it take or what would we do? Yeah, I'm just wondering, are we, are we like, are we going to be better than the normal human who would clearly just burn this motherfucker on the spot, like with vodka or whatever liquor was around? Or right. do, do you, how would we react to it? Well, because it's, uh, there's also a conundrum here too, right? It's not so much that he's different, but if you and I, like knowing our tropes, realize this guy is an alien, um, <laughs> then then there's that situation is like, is he an ET alien or is he a War of the Worlds alien? Is right. he gathering intel to crush us or to assimilate and help us? Is he the arrival aliens? Does he exist out of time and space or is he going to fuck us up with an alien virus okay and hold on, like, on, on, on let me let me jump in so this is, i need to set the picture so lumpy is sitting there right he walks in we already clock him as being weird but we don't know i'm just like max i think that guy's a fucking alien that right guy, he's got gray skin and, and he's sitting at the end of the bar he's wearing like a fucking maga hat he doesn't get it uh and he's right. just scribbling into a notebook but we don't know what he's scribbling and we're just like what is he I would probably be more upset about the maga hat than him looking like an actual alien <laughs> so he would go right past the invasion to like fuck your politics you fucking gray <laughs> i would just sit down next to him like really close and go let's have a conversation we need to talk about this and is, are we trying to pull a Dickens here? You're, you're getting his attention this way, and I stroll up behind him trying to like look at this. No, notebook? I would literally be blinded by the rage that he was bringing a MAGA hat into my area. Right. This is where the alcohol works against us at this point, <laughs> right. right? Like, we can't get over the fact that there's a fucking alien in the room. Isn't it? Isn't it really bizarre whenever you're walking around in a place like New York, which is like a you know quote unquote liberal bastion? Liberal bubble. I'm not yeah, trying yeah. to like divert us here but uh when you're walking around new york and you see somebody wearing proudly like maga gear and i know that those guys exist in new york it's a big place it's millions of people but it's just weird when you see it like out and proud maga magas the proud boys <laughs> the proud boys um it's certainly weird i mean i also think it's like there's a level of bravery and or st- stupidity to that you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like good man we live in that country i mean not to get off our alien thing here quickly, but have you been keeping up with the with the Chinese shit that's going on right now? No. Okay, so very Some quickly. Some of it. Well, I know you don't like sports, but like, so you know, there's Hong Kong protests right now, right? Is something with Yao Ming or something? Sort of. So, to... so Yao Ming used to play for the Rockets back in the day, right? Now he's been retired, right. and now he's like the ambassador for all of basketball in China. The yeah. the, the general manager of the Rockets. Dude, that cat- dude's an alien. Let's be real. <laughs> Yao Ming. Yeah. Which is what's the average height in China? This motherfucker's four feet taller than that. Like what the right. fuck, man? So maybe you're right. Maybe so it's the totally average different. height in China is three foot something. <laughs> so I'm just being horribly offensive today. 
mean, no wonder basketball is like a global sport to that. They're like, what the fuck? These pillars. I love these that in our titans. alien scenario, we were transcending the racism and jumping straight into realizing they were like an alien. But now you're just going right back into racism. You're jumping I'm right not, back. I'm not. I was just trying to say about like the idea is that <laughs> the <laughs> fuck you. You're painting me a bad portrait of me, sir. Uh, you no, did but, it to yourself, Jim. <laughs> The general, the general manager for the for the for the Rockets just did a, like a five word tweet. He's like, "Fight for freedom, support Hong Kong." That's what he did. And then you would have thought the world fucking blew up. China's like canceling all their fucking sponsorship deals, refusing to air NBA games now. And so Adam Silver, the commissioner, is having to walk this really fine line because, like, let's just think about essentially what Daryl Morey said. He just said, um, "Hey, support." Checks notes democracy which is supposed to be our fucking like fundamental ideals and like he's he's like i look i'm not apologizing for the tweet i am however apologetic that it's Mm. caused this reaction and i'm like oh this fucking is walking a line bro and it's just fucking crazy to me i don't know i don't even know how we got to china right now what how do we get there we were talking about yao ming or china oh clearly an alien yeah right right right. alien um so to answer your question an (laughs) alien walks into a steakhouse in philadelphia right uh what do i do what do you do um i feel like i i would uh avoid making too much eye contact but i wouldn't be able to help myself and i might sneak a couple of pictures Right. You know, of the thing, not to post online, but just for my own records. For your own edification. And, and then I would probably, me personally, you know, independent of you, spiral into like an obsessive, like the number 23 with Jim Carrey um, fucking level of madness where I just start making connections that may or may not be there. I think this is how we write a fourth hangover movie and like raise the stakes. You know what I mean? Because hold on, because well, like again, Zach Galifianakis sees an alien in a bar back, and nobody yeah. believes him because he's well, no, a fucking it's crazy us. guy. It's like him and then it's us. Like we're oh, the new okay. crew. We're the new Bradley Cooper and Ed Holmes, respectively. Thank God, um, because I dislike both of those actors at this point. So I'm good with that. I'm saying like we have to we have to sit there. We know he's scribbling in something, and you're right. Like, what do we do? Is he a fucking ET? Like, do we need to save this guy? Is he writing notes to because, talk like, about how to we, be a better if we person? Kill him, uh, either way, that can set off an entire chain of events that could end with the destruction of the Earth. Right. No, this absolutely. This is a species that's mastered interstellar travel. Right. You know, we're not there yet. We're not in McConaughey uh, Nolan times. <laughs> You're just pretending to be. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, so my point is like, this is how we hang over this shit. <laughs> this is how we hang over this shit. Which Love is, like, is the most powerful force in the universe, Murph. I mean, I would so say. So powerful that I'm going to leave my only daughter behind who I've been trying to get back to after seeing her for five minutes. And I'm going to go find Anne Hathaway. Well, also in that movie, they kind of prove that gra- gra- gravity gravity's, gravity's the most powerful force in the universe. Yeah, they kind of prove that while answering their. Well, I don't want to get well, lost. What, in was Anne Hathaway just ch- hanging out on a planet for oh, an yeah. indetermined amount of time? She's by gone. Yeah. She's so just, by the time he gets back to her, she's insane. Has to be. Yeah. She's she like doesn't remember woman. him. She's she's like Russo and Lost, but with planets. Yeah. You ever see that movie What Dreams May Come with Robert uh, Robin Williams? Yeah, it's got like an interesting idea. Of, but it's not a good movie. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, like where he goes and finds his wife because she kills herself because all of her family is dead. Right. And then he goes and finds her. And in hell, she forgets everything about her life. She just knows she's cold and miserable. That'd yeah. be Anne Hathaway on that planet. <laughs> he gets back to her and then they're just cold and miserable together. 
I feel like that's Anne Hathaway now. Let's be real. She doesn't seem like a pleasant person. Yeah, she doesn't seem pleasant. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about, man? Oh, you mean like emotionally? Yes, yes. Yeah, no, like she she does seem like the fakest, like most accuracy actress in the world. And right. nothing against her. She might be a lovely human being. I think she did great as Catwoman, but uh eh. <laughs> when you say but, I'm like, all right, he's gonna bring this home. <laughs> <And he> was, <laughs> eh. <laughs> well, again, I, I think the crux look, look, let's write a role for Anne Hathaway now. She's one of the people that we found. I think the crux of this is like after a night of heavy drinking, you snapped a couple photos of this alien wearing a MAGA hat writing on a notebook. And yeah. so, like, we wake up, like, clearly, oh, that was all a dream. And then we look at the pictures, like, fuck, that's an alien with a yeah. MAGA hat writing in a notebook. And well, we see, you're much more proactive than me. What are you doing while we're in the bar? I know what I'm doing. What are you doing? I mean, well, while you're berating him about MAGA, I'm probably... No, so, so let, let's pretend that part doesn't happen. That, that was just for the joke. Um, I, I'm just secretly, surreptitiously taking pictures of this alien and, and just drinking nervously and going, I think that guy might be an alien. What do you do? It really depends on how drunk I am, but my first impulse would probably just to go up to him, start a conversation, treat him like a regular bro. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, see how he's doing. Put my arm around what, him. What would you open with? Sup. Gotta keep it simple. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep it simple, man. Sup. Like, yes, they mastered fucking interstellar space travel, but the, the you mastered language? the art of conversation starters. <laughs> That's how you break some ice, motherfucker. <laughs> like, yo, you an alien? I could just start on front street, like, straight yo, you up. You an alien? <laughs> then you throw some ice on the floor because you're drunk. Right. <laughs> you're breaking ice. <laughs> I think it's good. I'm sorry. I think I'm it's so great. Sick. I'm dying over here. So the next day, I'm looking at these pictures. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, well, what do you determine from this conversation with this guy? Where does that go? Well, I mean, he doesn't respond because he doesn't know English. So stuff doesn't really. <laughs> He's walking into a public restaurant and doesn't know English. He's Ballsy. Like, there's a lot of people who are mute. I mean, what? That's not like some crazy thing. They can point. I want that, but they don't mm. say that. They just go, you know, points yeah. to the. Yeah, hey, and be like, oh, 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 and they'll go oh this guy's a weird foreigner <laughs> right because that's the other thing it's like how drunk is like everyone's drunk in this bar it's not just us <laughs> eat the waiters the manager everyone everyone's fucking drunk the fry cook is spilling like fucking oil and grease all over himself <laughs> and shit like that lighting so, himself on fire going whoa hey <laughs> so my point is like it's like <laughs> they could not just the experience like, we had at this same restaurant by the way at all they could just think that he's like a he's from Bulgaria or something. Like how what I'm saying is how would the layman know? They're all fucking hammered. They hear like blah 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 blah. They're like, that's Bulgarian speak. I ain't fucking with that. They go back, they get another drink. Those Eastern Europeans or whatever. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I what I'm saying is like, okay, what am I doing? That's about it. I, I like I, I do I ever fucking deal in subterfuge? Like, has has a thought ever come into my head that I didn't immediately verbalize? Like, no. I think I'm just like, bro, you're an alien, right? He doesn't respond to me. You're then. I think the MAGA thing's. I think we need to get over the fucking whatever. Like, I the whole point is we have just enough memory of the night of that when we see the pictures, we're like, fuck, that wasn't a dream, right? So then we're right. like. We got to hunt this fucker down. We immediately go back to the bar. We ask if anyone's canvassed the place because yeah. we're cops for some reason. <laughs> Have you canvassed for witnesses? <laughs> Sorry. 
Has anyone prior to us canvassed this place right. for witnesses of which we are not? <laughs> Wink. Uh, so we go there, and of course, it's a different crew. Maybe that's where Anne Hathaway is. You know, we, we wrote oh, wait, the, the restaurant script. has like a different staff. Well, in the mornings. Yeah, man. This oh, okay. No, okay. I, I wasn't sure if you were saying that the restaurant had somehow been like torn down and rebuilt with a new staff. It was a new restaurant. They're like, what are you talking about? This is a new place, grand opening guy. Right, right. <laughs> that would be amazing. The we were drunk. We were way drunker than we thought. We were well, like, knocked out for conceit. like a So week. instead of getting our shit spiked, the alien clearly just erased our fucking memories, but it didn't erase our fucking like photos from our phone man right didn't erase the iCloud rookie mistake alien check and mate I posted to Instagram I say hashtag has anyone seen this normal man <laughs> and then we get a hit like he's hanging out this is still in Philly he's at the Liberty Bell he's at Independence Hall we're like what the fuck he's a history right. lover man I, I found this normal man's wallet I just really want to get it back to him his name was Jerry we had a great conversation about Trump um and then we find him, we put a bag over his head in broad daylight, and we say, it's, uh, it's okay, it was, it's uh, my child, Larry, he got out of the institution. Fuck, so now we've kidnapped, All right, so cut to, uh, we take the bag off of his head, we're in a fucking desert. Especially impressive. Oh, a desert. Not, we're 2,000 miles away from we've, a desert. We've yeah. driven 2,000 miles to go to the desert. Goddamn right. We have to do this right, okay? If it's worth doing, yeah. it's not worth half-assing, guy. You know do, this. Do we try to, like, feed this thing food and give it water and stuff or do yeah i we, think we, do we test it like what would you do we we give it water but through the thing so inadvertently we're just waterboarding this fucking alien you know what i mean like, it's just <laughs> like, drink bro you're gonna get dehydrated bro like it's all about your electrolytes it's Gatorade. Right. It's eventually it gets water. so dehydrated that it like can't scream anymore because we're just holding a biological being prisoner Oof. All right. Well, this took a turn. Do, well, at what point do we realize that we're the bad guys in this I story? mean, you added the detail that we don't take the bag off its head and we're waterboarding it, essentially. Well, we're scared of it. We're scared of its eyes, man. You know, like, It's got them spooky eyes. It might have psychic powers. You, well, it can erase our brains. Right. So that's probably so that's how we call. keep the hood on that's so, the so we don't go to like like we're we're a stone's throw away from dc and everything but do we go to dc with this thing no we go to the desert we take yeah. matters into our own hands arizona the southwest area okay. 51 arizona, we drive it right up to the gates and we we take the bag off its head and we yeah. go we got him boys <laughs> We could tie this into that storming of Area 51 shit, too. Like, like right. on the way of this, like, we've been fucking Instagram living all of this, so people know. Mm -hmm. People are pissed. Human rights activists, <laughs> fucking the ACLU is out here. They're like, we got to take care of this shit, man. And it's just a race to Area 51. This poor foreign Trump supporter, like, that's what Fox <laughs> News would be saying. <laughs> this man, He's Jerry... He's disabled. He loves Trump. He can't speak the language, but isn't he a patriot? And these goddamn liberal savages taking him out to the desert, putting a bag over his head. They're terrorists. They're the real terrorists. Well, not the white one, but the other guy. He's the terrorist for sure. <laughs> he's got a beard. He's brown. Fuck him. Because as we all know, white people can't be terrorists, but they can be liberal. Can the movie just end there? Like, no catharsis, <laughs> no resolution. We don't find out what happens to the alien or us. Just a Fox News report. 
<laughs> it would be uh, technically a movie is what I got to <laughs> say about that. Like, What's the title of this movie, Christian? Oh, Christ. I don't know. Give me riff, riff something. Give me something. Give me something. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, Gray Boy. Hangover. Gray <laughs> <laughs> <Great> Boy. <laughs> I was saying you had like hangover before you said great boy. <laughs> That's the best I could do.